Welcome to episode one, the podcast where we talk about an exclusive streaming web series. I'm Michael. I'm Eric. And this week, we watched Hyperdrive. And I am so pumped up about it. So... I know, wait, I gotta get some things off my chest. Okay, okay, go. Number one. I loved it. Okay. Number two, I did not watch the second episode. Good. Even though I immediately Good. wanted to watch the Good. second episode. <laughs> Number three, I've never seen a Fast and the Furious movie. What the fuck? No, we're not. We go no further until you explain yourself. How have you never seen a single Fast and the a single Fast and the Furious movie? How have you managed to get by in life without accidentally watching at least one? No interest. But now you're, like, super into cars, so you definitely want to watch Fast and the Furious, right? Dude, this TV show had the diversity of a Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> yes. It had the driving skills of a Fast and the Furious movie. Oh, my God. That, I just realized what would make this show even better. A heist? Because uh, they need to do a heist. I was thinking a heist, but I was thinking Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah. The only good Fast and the Furious movies are the one with Michelle Rodriguez in them. I don't think she's elevates them necessarily i just think she happens to only be in the like halfway decent ones or the but so buck wild that who gives a shit it's just ridiculous ones I agree. she needs to be on this show yeah you don't know you can't agree when you haven't watched a single one what did you think of it i enjoyed it i also have lots to say i i don't know should we explain the premise yeah we should probably talk about what the show is first yeah um so hyperdrive is a reality uh competition where people unironically call themselves the king of drifting yeah um and mean it yeah um or when they describe themselves as being fourth out of 34 among all texas drifters and then i wonder if there's a there's a there's a texas drifting circuit there's a metric for that yes they drive through a crazy obstacle course. Yes. And it kicks so much ass. Tough. And I got so pumped up. I'm not lying. I exclaimed out loud on more than one occasion. I was like, yeah. Like, Huckleberry. Or when they messed up, I was like, oh. Huckleberry had to come over and make sure I was okay. So, I, yes, it was awesome. I, I admit. So, when they were describing what the competition was and, like, what all these obstacles were. I, for some reason, was thinking each of them was, like, its own discrete, like, thing. Like, you're just going to do this thing, and then somebody else is going to get to do this thing, and then we're just going to, like, see who does it the best. Like, they had to do all the things. But that's exactly it. So, like, that, I was sitting, I was writing, I was so annoyed. I was like, this is fucking stupid. I can't believe I'm watching this show. But then it became about doing them all in as rapid a fashion as possible. So, it was all of these obstacles back to back to back and as fast as possible. The leveler. The leveler's the dumbest one. Watch out for the leveler, it's man. It's the dumbest one. So there are six. Was six, right? I didn't write them all down. I just wrote I, down the leveler. I wrote down five of them. So there was five. There were five obstacles. There was the supernova, which is where you drive as fast as you can backwards and then whip the car around to go forwards. It's called a Rockford turn. Also known as a Rockford turn. But you're doing it within a set of cones or like lit up cones that each one of those you hit. Cause like you get two a seconds. two second uh, addition to your time. 
there was the light box, which was just doing donuts in squares. So it was like it was like doing donuts, but with like Simon Says at the same time. Uh huh. There was the leveler, which is the dumbest thing. It's the dumbest thing. It's just a big seesaw. It's that's all it is. It was just a big seesaw, and still somehow people managed to fuck it up. There was walk on water, which is where you're just driving through a shallow path of water, and then there was the target zone, which is where you whip the car around and smack and a, smack a target its with its butt, <laughs> with your car's butt. Yeah. Um, which was my favorite part of the competition. And I was disappointed that more people didn't fuck that up. Like there was just that one, that first person that like that whiffed on it. Like I just wanted to see somebody like trying desperately to hit it and just failing miserably. But everybody it was just like it was like it was nothing for them. Yeah, I feel like this competition was too easy. You think that all that stuff was easy? I think it was too easy for the level of competitor. Um, based on the fact that somebody could do this with their fucking like Nissan Altima driving 40 miles an hour they, they they had all these people with like these souped up fucking cars that clearly cost a shit ton of money and then they had someone just do this in like the, it was at some like regular ass nissan that they've like slightly modified yeah by putting aluminum plates on the bottom so water couldn't get in the engine no that's not that wasn't the nissan that the, wasn't it no the nissan was the one driven by the i think it was the first woman it was the woman who kicked the competition like that whole course's ass by driving modestly <laughs> Yeah, what was her name? Um, hold on, I have her. I wrote down all their names. Oh, good, because we got to get into some of these names. Uh, it was Brit. It was Brittany Williams. Brittany Williams. She just drove in her regular ass Nissan. They called it out when she was driving through the the walk on water portion because the fact that she could drive as fast as she can and have no problems is because her car was just a regular ass car. So it was it, it was built to have regular wear and tear and water up in the engine. Like it wasn't a high performance machine that can't have a fucking drop of water in it. It was just a regular ass car that you're going to drive through puddles. Sometimes if a regular ass car broke down when it drove through some water, we'd all be fucked all the time. You're right. Because all those cars were only going like 80 tops the whole time. That's no, no, they were, they were hitting 90, hundred miles an hour on the straightaways. Like on the straightaway down like at the end, but for like all the competitions and stuff, like the main parts of the thing. Well, sure. But that's because they're doing a bunch of drifting. You can't drift at like 90 miles an hour. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That's why the Nissan worked, is that you, you didn't have to hit those speeds for you, the whole time. You didn't have to hit any amount of speed yet, and we'll see if that changes in the rest of the competition. I don't know. I can't imagine they're just going to do – like, I don't think this is going to be like Ultimate Beastmaster, where it's just the same obstacles over and over again. I think this is going to be like – it seemed like they're going to have to ramp up the competition, I would assume, but I'm not going to get into writing episode two yet. Okay. I know I, – like, the look of expectation on your face makes it seem like I've got some great idea. I don't. I just – I just don't want to talk about episode two yet. Okay. But yeah, she like she came up to like she she's only been doing this. I feel like with all the women on the show, it felt a little like they were just trying to meet a quota and not based on their skill. All the dudes were like, I've been driving for 44 years. I've been a champion across all these circuits. And the women were like, I've been driving for eight months. I've like I've been drifting for eight months. I'm, you know, like just started the amateur circuit and I figured I'd give this a shot. Most of those women kicked, like kicked every dude's ass on that show. That woman, like the woman who uh, had just the regular ass, uh, fucking Brittany Williams that had a regular ass Nissan destroyed the competition. She ended up and she was like the third or fourth competitor out there. She ended up in second place for the entire thing. The only person that did better was one of the first people that drove. It wasn't Fielding Shredder. No, it definitely wasn't Fielding Shredder, which is definitely his name. (laughs) No. villain the villain he was a villain yeah i must have missed that subtext fielding shredder 
Yeah? I don't like him. I feel like maybe that's a little racist. Like you're basing it off of his last name. Yeah. Just because his father is constantly out to get the Ninja Turtles doesn't mean that Fielding's like inherently a villain. I mean, maybe because he tried to kill all the other contestants, but I feel like that was mostly an accident. You remember in Star Wars when Luke turned to the dark side because he was Darth Vader's son? It's just like inherited. Like, you're the bad guy now. Did you watch uh, Return of the Jedi? Which one's Return of the Jedi? The third one. The one where he's the bad guy. Uh, I don't think you watched Return of the Jedi. When he's in like the dark robe and he's standing next to the Emperor. Did you finish watching Return of the Jedi? Were you just like really mad when like he was standing next to the Emperor? Like, how dare he? And then I shut it off. So what do you feel like Fielding Shredder's master plan is then? Car heist. Okay. Gone in 60 seconds. Let's, 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 hold on. Let's pause. This. So gone in 60 seconds heist. Let's okay. pause this because I, I realized I did have an idea for episode two. And when we get to that point, we can we can both pitch our episode twos and then rock, paper, scissors it. Okay. Okay. My episode two is just like I've got some more ideas for like the next competitions. That's that boring do. compared to like a gone in 60 second, seconds uh, heist. Well, but like that's if you want to lose to mine, that's fine. Hold that's on. Cool. So I think that they're probably got to do like a speed one, like a speed episode, like a torque episode and like a. That's like, right. Okay. Because this episode, its its theme was control. Control. Yeah. yeah. They got to do like a revving episode. So the one... A windshield wiping episode. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one contest that I could think of is your car is sitting there parked with the engine running. And they don't tell you what song they're going to play. But they play a song really loud on some speakers at you in the car. You have to rev your engine along to it. <laughs> and then they have judges that judge how good that you did. What do you think of that? Is that, is that just the whole episode? It's, that, yeah. Do they have to like sing along with it or is it just is No, they're just, just the revving, revving the engine along to the song. Um, yeah, it's, it's a pretty, pretty, pretty good episode. All right. Do you want me to sing a song and you rev like pretend to rev an engine along to it no i feel like you painted such an effective word picture earlier with like what that was i don't want to ruin it um by getting too into the weeds like i feel like you you painted it with a pretty broad brush and the listeners know exactly what you were talking about there was nothing at all about that that was confusing or insane it was completely normal and Everybody's really on board, so they don't need me to to rev along. All right. Um, oh, this is what how they described the different groups of people that were doing it. They were drafters, drifters, sleepers, and outlaws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that 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 last bit is what leads me into my episode two. So they talk a lot about how these people are outlaws and like they're really big on the underground drifting st- or uh, underground drifting scene. Mm-hmm. My episode two is that this is actually all an elaborate sting by the police, and this is how they're capturing all of these drift <laughs> underground drifters. Who's the guy from? Uh, who's the guy that catches the like to catch a predator? Chris Hansen, I think yeah, is his name. So Chris Hansen just comes out, yes, and he's like, uh, "Why don't you? Why don't you? Uh, why don't you take a seat? What? What are you doing with that car? Some real fancy drifting you just did there." 
Can I ask a legitimate question? Maybe. Is a Tokyo Drift a thing? Or is it just that the thing was set in Tokyo? So it's like... I haven't seen Tokyo Drift, so I have no idea. So you don't know whether or not the action is a Tokyo Drift or if they're just in Tokyo drifting. I know that there is an action known as drifting. That was most of what this episode was about, which is a lot of drifting stuff. I suspect that it was just that it was based in Tokyo, that there isn't some like special drift that only Japanese people can do or something, or like people that have a, a sensei in the art of car foo or something like that can do like this special Tokyo drift or something. Okay. Actually, I think I've convinced myself that it's definitely that. <laughs> all right. Yeah. What were some other names that you wrote down? I wrote all their names down. All right, let's go through Because I did my job. Um, so we had Fielding Shredder. The Tyrant. The what? The Tyrant. Sure. They said, his name is Fielding Shredder. I wrote down, no, it's not. And then like literally 30 seconds later, they were like, that's definitely his name. Which makes me think it's, it's definitely not his name. Okay. I feel like he was at a disadvantage going through this whole competition first because he fucked up his car because or or maybe is this something that all drifters know? So during the walk on water bit or part of the uh, obstacle course or whatever, he drove too fast. So like his engine flooded and that caused him to like slow way down throughout a lot of the rest of the race. Do you feel like that was an I feel like there's an unfair advantage that everybody else could just watch him fuck up and go, oh, that's right. We shouldn't do that thing. Yeah, I think that that's a good point. I also think that they all knew that that was a thing already because one of the people modified their car so that their engine didn't flood, which I guess is a thing that you're allowed to do. Yeah, it seemed like the sort of thing that they'd be like disqualified for like modifying their car. Right. Seeing as how that pretty much took away any chance of skill. Like the whole point was to drive it just fast enough that you don't fuck up your engine, but not too slow or else you lose. Right. And the person who did that was that Zhao Baryon. Baryon? The Sheriff. No. Yes, that was his nickname, the Sheriff. No. His nickname is Brazil Big Car. No, it was definitely it was definitely Sheriff. <laughs> he drives a big car and he's from Brazil. I mean, mul- multiple times they said the sheriff has come to town. Like they didn't say like the big car has come to town. <laughs> oh, here comes big car. Jow. Cool. Oh, okay. Each of these drivers had a, a friend. Yes, a spot. No, not just a friend, a spotter. This was somebody who was integral <laughs> to their driving techniques and skills throughout this competition. Were they? Yes. I don't know how many times I witnessed one of the drivers getting like really down about themselves and like, man, I'm really fucking this up. And then their spotter was like, you can do it. And then they did better. Yeah. I guess that happens. And then sometimes they're like, yeah, yeah, go. Yeah, you're doing great. I guess one time the spider came in handy because the guy's supposed to go to the light box and do a 580. 540. 540. A 540. And only does a 180 and then drives out. And the spider's like, no, man, no, you got to go back. You only did 180. So I think that's the only time. That a spotter came in handy throughout that whole competition. My two favorite spotter moments on the show, and they were more than two, but these were my two favorites. One was, I think it was Fielding Shredder's spotter, who multiple times was just like, hey, watch out for this thing, man. And then Fielding Shredder would not watch out for this thing. And then he'd go, or don't, whatever. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, what? why did he even have a spider? I don't know. But it still pales in comparison to my first favorite, my most favorite, which was, I don't remember who it was. I think it was the guy who'd been driving for 44 years that you were expecting so much of, but that fucked up literally everything he oh, did. Oh, yeah, he did so bad. Um, at one point in time, they get to the light box, which is a set of four, like, it's a grid of four boxes that you're supposed to do a 540 in. And at the start of this, it lights up those two boxes. So you've got to pick those two and drive in them correctly. The two boxes light up and his spotter says, one, three, one, three. And so the guy goes and starts to do his 580 or 540 and he does it in the wrong spot. And then the guy realized, like, you could see the moment where he realized, oh, I said one, three, but like, we don't have any sense of orientation for what one or three even is. <laughs> and to say, yeah, sorry, I meant, I meant the other, like the other ones, like that, the, the at that point in time, you'd fucked up so bad and then rammed into the wall. The, yeah. the disappointment, disappointment on his face was just absolutely, was just absolutely perfect. Everything about the spotters was amazing and they were all integral. I, I look forward to, um, oh shit, I came up with an even, well, maybe not even better, but at least another episode too. They switch roles. What do you mean? The spotters have to drive the car and the drivers have to like teach them how to drive the car while that. So that one. So we've got control, speed, torque, teaching, driver instructing. Yes. Driver <laughs> instruction. Um, yeah. So you got to like talking through all the obstacles. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, um, why did she do it with the microphone? Why did I write that down? Oh, oh yeah. 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 No, this, that was Brittany fucking, uh, what's her face. Before she comes on, they keep cutting her to her in the audience, and then she drives, and then when she's done, she sticks her hand out of her window with a sparkly microphone and drops it on the ground, and then one of the people from, I don't know which one says it, but somebody that's There's a not, French guy. Yeah, a French guy goes, why didn't she do with with the microphone? <laughs> and uh, they had a hard time explaining it to him. And he compared it to throwing a baguette out the window. <laughs> yeah, no, I told Kathy about that afterwards, um, including I, this is an audio medium. I wish that we could like put the put the like a, a video of it. But it's it's how it's it's how he throws it. That was so amazing to me, which it was just this like instead of dropping the mic, which is like this ultimate like, yeah, fuck you. He does it in the most like Neh. like he just kind of like limp wrists it just Neh. throws the baguette. And says, oh, yes, like with the baguettes. And it's like, is that is that a thing? Is throwing a French baguette like a thing? Is that dropping a mic? No. Did you look it up? No. Thanks for guessing, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the French guy's name was? I mean, probably. It was Axel Francois. <laughs> yeah. I also, the only thing I wrote about that dude is definitely not his name. There, like so many of these names. So we have, okay, I'll just tell you all the names. We got Fielding Shredder, Jal Barion, Michael Pettiford. Um, he was the old dude who had won 44 championships and then proceeded to drive like he had never driven before in his entire life. Up till that point in the show, every one of those drivers had made this look relatively easy. Like they, it was all like impressive, but it was just like nobody had really any problems with it other than the one like trying to hit the target with the butt of your car uh, attempt. 
But man, he sure as shit made this look hard as hell. Like he could not drive a straight line. Yeah. Like was ramming into all sorts of shit. He was the one that had the the spot that was like one three and he just completely borked it. Yeah. It was uh spot on. Um Dude, I wanna get in my car and start drifting so bad. Do you think I could do this obstacle course in my car? Yes. How good do you think I could do? Not 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 good. Do you think I could hit that Rockford turn without hitting any of the pylons down? Absolutely not. Do you think I could swing my car around and drift its butt? Into so that I said, target? I said you could do these things, but not well. Like I, I think after like fifteen or twenty tries, you'd be able to get it. Yeah. Okay. What it's about a testament to your perseverance and 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 willpower? What about the leveler? Yes, anybody can do that. It's a fucking seesaw. You just drive up a ramp. You just drive up a ramp and then stop your car before you fly off the edge. That's it. You just stop before you fly off the edge. One of the commentators, I think the UFC fighter, says like, Oh, the leveler. You gotta watch out for the leveler. It's the most insane, intense one. And I think that they were just building it up because it was so lame. Yeah, one thing that we haven't commented on is the announcers on the show. Yeah. Um, This is something that I feel like a lot of reality competition shows that I've seen before will do instead of getting one person with a personality that like will drive the show, they get four people without personalities to try and like cobble together one because they had four fucking announcers, none of which made any sense about like we had the USC guy who, what the fuck does that have to do with driving? We did have one driver, but he mostly talked about pissing himself. No, hold on. Yeah. He wasn't a driver. He was a racing commentator or something. No, I think he drove. Okay. I think. I I could be wrong. And then I don't even remember what the other two announcers, what the hell they had to do with racing, if anything. They were just there. Axel Francois, Brittany Williams, Atsushi Taniguchi, who is known as the Drift Sensei. I know in Tokyo, drifting's a big thing. And actually know that or are you just remembering that fast and furious 3 was called tokyo drift no i actually know that okay and i think it may have originated there and i think they know there's like one or two guys that are like the guys that invented and or popularized drifting and i didn't care enough to look up and see if this guy was actually one of those guys okay let's assume he was okay let's spend Five seconds. Uh-huh. Coming up with a better nickname than Drift Sensei, though. Okay. Because this been this guy's been drifting. He's like the the top in his field, apparently, in Japan, or I think he was from Japan, right? Yeah. And his nickname is the Drift Sensei. Mm-hmm. Okay. Drift Ninja. The, the Drift Yep, you win. Drift Ninja. Got it. That's better than Drift Sensei. Yes. Yeah. Nailed it one. Sarah Harrow was the second woman who was new to drifting. Yep, that's this, literally what I wrote down. Sarah Hero, new to drifting. And this is when I started to realize that it kind of seemed like they were just filling out a quota. There was Brent Percival, who was uh, a Kentucky dentist. I think he's the only one that really had nothing to do with cars or driving. I think he was just some guy who like paid. I feel like maybe he won an auction, like a silent auction, to be on the show. Because his skill in driving was not great. And uh, he just said a lot of non-swears like golly gee willikers. And, yeah, uh, that was nice. Come on, mother fricker, which yeah. I really enjoyed. 
Farukuk. I don't. They, his last name is spelled Kugay, but they pronounce it some other way. Um, he's a pizza delivery guy who spends all of his money on driving and drifting. Yeah, I've got a few things about that. Okay. Okay. A pizza delivery guy who's a drifter. There, that's just like ripe for like a Ryan Gosling movie. Yeah. And then we got to Stacy Lee May. Stacy Lee May, also known as Queen of Smoke. That's a badass nickname. That's way better than fucking Drift Sensei. Yeah. So Stacy Lee May from South Africa. Yeah. Has a car, drifts it around. Her father sold his tow truck so that she could come to this competition. Yep. Charlize Theron comes and visits her yeah. because she's from South Africa too. Yeah. Her entire family starts bawling uh-huh. at the sight of Charlize Theron. Yeah. Which I don't know. I guess I, I think it's presumptuous that it was at the site. I think it was a smell. I don't, I bet she doesn't smell good. <laughs> you don't think Charlize Theron smells good? I guarantee you, Eric, that if you smelled her, it would be the best thing you've ever smelled. Like, if she just, like, walked by and you got, like, a little waft of her. Would I be, like, moved to tears? Yeah. Also, if you're from South Africa and she was one of the biggest celebrities from your country, you yeah, might have maybe, a whole lot maybe, of your, maybe your national too. identity. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. Too. Um, yeah. Also, how was she... I guess I don't know how, like, contracts and stuff work for movie stars but it seems like she shouldn't have been allowed to get in that car and start whipping around donuts you know like i know athletes have those types of clauses in their contracts that i think would only apply if she was actively in a movie at that time like if she was actively shooting a movie i'm guessing she wasn't otherwise she wouldn't have been in south africa like if you're actively shooting a movie yeah they're probably saying hey maybe don't go snowboarding and like break your neck so that all of our cameramen and and gaffers and such are without jobs for six months um does she not have like a contract with like a studio or a contract with i don't know if that's i I genuinely don't know if that's terribly common Hmm. for most like i I think that does happen but i don't know that it's most people have a contract like that with the studio where it's like i'm gonna do these main pictures yeah uh and i suppose there's a point where you're a big enough star you can do whatever you want and yeah i think that's that would be my follow-up to that is i think she's big enough that the fact like who cares she does what she wants yep she executive produces a fast and the furious reality competition i think she can do whatever the hell she wants yeah she seems cool yeah you know what would have seemed cooler Hmm. i don't know she's she's gotta be like a millionaire right i would assume she's a millionaire okay so how many times when she was there i i feel like they were trying to lead her in this direction did someone in their family be like or she would say it like you've given up so much. Like the, he sold his tow trucks so that she could join this competition. I feel like Charlize Theron could have just like, I don't know, fronted the bill or something. That takes away some of the drama of what's uh, her name? Stacey Lee May's story, right? Yeah. Like some, like her father selling his tow truck so she can come to America for the first time to race in a drifting competition. That really gets you invested in her story, and you really want to see her race this obstacle course. But you know what happens, Eric, So, (laughs) is you can't because it leaves you on a cliffhanger, and you can't watch episode two because when you did it for Cobra Kai, you got in trouble with your podcast co-host. 
So now you have to wait like three days before you can watch her race this thing. That's what happens. Do you want to pause the podcast for like 10 minutes and just watch her like do go through the competition right now? I was legit going to, when we were done recording, ask you if you wanted to watch Let's the just episode. pause the episode right now and do that. Okay. Well, what a fucking bummer. Well, no, hold on. Let's restart. I don't think we spoil this. We're not going to talk about what we just watched. I was expecting to come back and be like, woo, I am so pumped up. But instead you can't because it turns out that Stacey Lee May was using performance enhancing drugs and got herself disqualified from the competition. Yeah, she blood doped. Yep, blood doped and... um, Crank? Yep. And she did some crank. She did some crank and... Uh, some torque. Some super meth. <laughs> some people meth? Some, no, some super meth. Super meth. That's a fast... I think it was Fast and Furious 5 or 6, where there was something that they called super meth. <laughs> Are you fucking with me? Hold on. I can't, This is something that's very important to me. I uh, need to know. Super meth. Maybe it's just regular meth. <laughs> they just call it regular meth the whole time? <laughs> yep. So what's super meth? I don't know that it's which, a thing. I think you just made it? up super meth. Google super meth. I did. It's not a thing. Hold on. Let me see if I can buy supermeth.com and have it redirect to our, our website. Do you have any more to say about this show? No. It's, it's exhilarating. Would you watch it again? Yes. Yeah. We just did. Yeah. I mean, it's self-explanatory, but like, I feel like I've got to keep the... The, the the basic structure of the show going. Right. So the answer is a resounding yes. Yeah, it was awesome. It pumped me up. I'm looking forward to seeing what new obstacles they have. I hope they do that engine revving competition. Yeah, so I mean, I said the Twitter already. It's at podcast episode one uh, or check out our website, episode one podcast. Uh, there you'll find any different method of subscribing to a bunch of different podcasters. I'm thinking... The one I'm hearing about that people are using for podcasting is iHeartRadio apparently has a podcast app. So maybe like we should look into that. I don't know. Don't at me. Yeah, if you like the show, subscribe with your podcaster of choice. Like I said, we've, we've, we're on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. We're on fuck, Stitcher. Uh, lots of different things. All of them. Yeah. Uh, and leave a review if you like it. Uh, right now, I'm not sure. I, I still haven't been able to see any reviews that you said you saw on iTunes. So. No, we just, just have, like, stars. We don't have, like, written out reviews. Oh, so people aren't reviewing. Like no, we got, like, three um, ratings. Rating. Okay, they're yeah. rating, rate, and reviews. So, like, leave, leave a comment or something, like, about how awesome the episode was and how much you want us to do more. Um, if you've got an idea for an episode for the podcast, feel free to drop a line uh, on the website or tweet at us. Don't. But at don't me. at us. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and thanks again to Boz D for the use of theme song, who was the cowboy on the album Get Smart and Run Faster. Thanks again. See you next week.